What's going on, everybody? I'm Kyle Richards, and welcome to the Abstract Sports Podcast, where we bring sports back to life with a fresh perspective on the game from abstract yet popular angles. We're coming at you live on Facebook as usual. How's it going, Kelly? We got we got Gary in the chat. We got Perry in the chat. So what about the Warriors? Pretty good butt kicking, she says. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't you worry. That's uh, the first segment we're going to cover because I know it's so popular. But there's a lot of stories I'm going to cover today. Um, I'll try to respond to comments as we go. Uh, you know, if we get a ton of people in here, it's going to be hard to keep up. But um, that's a good problem to have. So I'll do my best. <laughs> Uh, but just to give you guys an update, oh, it's actually Jay. Okay. Hey Jason, how you doing, man? Uh, he's a regular. Got to give him a shout. Uh, but let's talk about some updates. Thanks for the shares on Facebook for the podcast guys. I'm seeing the notifications come in. I really appreciate that kind of love because you guys have like, you know, say you have like a hundred friends. I imagine you have more than that on Facebook. Cause that's just how it works. You share that so many more people get to see this content. And if I'm entertaining enough and I'm flailing my arms around enough, when they, when they scroll past it, they're going to be like, oh, dang, what's this crazy guy doing? And they're going to want to check it out. And then they're going to like the Facebook page. And then they're going to read the blog. And then they're going to love it. I mean, hopefully they're going to love it. That's the whole idea. So anyways, before we get started on the main content about sports, I have a few things. Um, I've got some cool upcoming content for you guys. So this weekend, uh, my buddy Corbin, who I did the NBA playoff preview podcast with, um, a few weeks back, uh, he's coming to town. Uh, we're going to be doing a golf tournament here in Idaho Falls, um, along with my my brother and my dad. So it's a four man team tournament, and it's called the Vandal Scramble, I think, or it's the University of Idaho Vandal Alumni Golf Fundraiser Tournament. Something long and crazy, but I call it the Vandal Scramble because that just has a better ring to it. But basically, you pay a chunk of money. You get a team and it's you play best ball where you you know everybody tees off and you take the ball that you want to take the next hit on and you all drop a ball down there and you hit and you use your best score for every hole basically. Um, there's a few more rules involved, but the whole thing is a scholarship fundraiser. Um, I was you know I'm a grad, I'm an alum of the University of Idaho, so I figure why not help out uh, by doing a fun sporting event. And I'm actually going to be uh, re- recording my entire experience. I'm going to be vlogging it. So I'll be taking a lot of video, a lot of pictures. Um, and then hopefully early the week after that, um, I'm going to be putting a big, a cool video together, similar to the one I did for the playoff game I went to in Salt Lake City. Um, so look forward to that. I'm really stoked about it. I don't even know if Corbin knows I'm going to be recording the whole thing or most of it. He's going to be my cart buddy, I imagine. Um, and also, he better look out. I've had one round of golf in me. I'm pretty sure he's golfed like 10 times as much already. So uh, good thing I have four guys to rely on and we're playing best ball. <laughs> uh, but as far as some latest blog content, you may have saw my uh, preview that I put up just before Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Um, after I put together an article about basically the inevitability that the Golden State Warriors are going to defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. And so for today's section, I'll be talking about about that series in depth. And so I'm just going to jump right into the NBA Finals. Um, the last time I was, I was able to talk NBA, um, it was right around the time the Finals were starting. I don't even remember, honestly. Um, let's see. No, because me and, me and AJ from Dapper Sports, we did a preview of the playoffs, or the NBA Finals. 
So we did one show right before that, but I haven't had a chance to talk to you guys since it started. Um, I missed last week, uh, last week's podcast because uh, there was an overlap with the schedule of the NBA Finals Game 3. So I wasn't going to do the podcast while the game was going. So I just figured we'll just cancel it and I'll get a good look at the game. Um, but a quick... Oh, I never told my cool story about my cat. Should I tell the story about my cat now? I'll wait. I'm going to save it for the end of the podcast because it's a sad note. Um, not not all that sad. Don't don't get crying on me now. Um, but let's talk about some NBA action still. So basically, my prediction, along with AJ from Dapper Sports, was that the series in the NBA Finals was going to go six or seven games. It wasn't really going to be easy for either team. Um, it was going to be a grind. It turned out to not really be that way. Um, game one and game two, the the Warriors basically blew out the Cavs uh, in Oakland. And then they, they go to Cleveland, and Cleveland just has like this, this crazy game. No, what game was that? Hang on. Let me go. Sorry. I, like I said, I'm not very prepared right now. I I'll, the, to- the story I'm going to tell at the end of the podcast, you'll know why I'm not all that prepared. Um, but I just pulled up NBA.com. Um, game one, Golden State won 113 to 91. Not like a super duper blowout, but they still got the win. Uh, and then game two was a blowout, 132 to 113. So they take that and they go to Cleveland and they barely get a win, 118 to 113. But game four, man, that was some crazy basketball. Seven technical fouls called, one flagrant foul called, KD and LeBron getting face to face, having words. Um, there were like something like over 50 fouls or free throws in that game. That's insane. There was so much foul trouble that it altered the entire outcome of that game. Um, and Jason on Facebook says it's pretty easy for the Warriors and Brown is supposed to be the King. (laughs) Yeah, he's supposed to be the King, but you got to realize he averaged a triple double in the NBA finals and that's never been done. So I, in his own words, he came out like after the series was over, he said, I left everything out on the floor. I did everything I could to help my team succeed. We just weren't able to pull up, pull it off. Um, I think he handled that situation pretty responsibly and professionally. He could have easy, easily placed the blame on people like, you know, Kyle Korver for not hitting the shots. He should be uh, Darren Williams for playing like trash. Um, Tristan Thompson, not getting rebounds, which is what he's pretty much paid to do. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he, he did his part. Um, but it, as, since it is a team game, it just didn't happen for him. Uh, Venusian on Facebook says, everyone wanted some of that. Yes, sir. And when he can do it for the whole season, I'll respect him. Man, that you're a tough critic, but I know a lot of people hate LeBron for various reasons. But I have nothing but respect for the king. The dude is a superb athlete. He's always fun to watch. Next year, I'll be catching a game. Me and some friends are going to go watch So in, in Salt Lake since it's close. <laughs> But yeah, that game four was wild. Like the the first quarter lasted over an hour, if I remember correctly, and it it felt like the intensity of a fourth quarter, but it it also felt like the length of an entire half. So I thought that dynamic as a fan watching that game was really exciting, and like drama just makes it like just better. I don't know why, um, but Cleveland pulled that win off 137 to 116. And everybody was kind of thinking like, my gosh, LeBron is going to will hit this team to a, a, a win over the Warriors from a 3-0 deficit. Um, that happened to not be the case um, as in game five, the, the Warriors 
beat the the Cavaliers 129 to 120 on their home floor. Um, Kevin Durant did it for the Bay as the new Nike campaign came out, um, along with the debate this campaign. As soon as the game was over, Nike put out a commercial saying like it was a really cool commercial because you know a lot of the best players in the world have a lot of critics and people hate them for one reason or another and in this commercial they're basically like talking crap on Kevin Durant like the stuff that he heard throughout his entire career from when he started um when he left OKC uh and then when he got to Golden State and what people thought of him but then he got a championship and all really all you can do is like their tagline was um Oh, what I just said it a second ago. What was it? Um, debate this is what, what they said. And it, what they mean by that is kind of like, you have to respect Kevin Durant as a champion. Now you, I mean, at the end of the day, he's a champion. He won it. He won a trophy, whether he went to the warriors to do it or not. He's ha- he has a trophy, but also <clears throat> I also like what Kevin Durant said when to all of his critics, he had an interview with uh, Rachel Nichols after the game and, she was like, we were talking backstage and you were saying some things that I feel like you should share with people right now. And he's like, look, I didn't do this myself. Look at the numbers. I did my part. He's like, I scored a lot. I scored the basketball. That's my job. Steph Curry played like a big dog. He had, he almost averaged a triple double. He was like 28, like eight and nine or something like that. Almost a triple double. And he's supposed to be not as good as Kevin Durant in this series. Like, <clears throat> he clearly played his part. Clay Thompson played stellar defense as always. And then you have Draymond Green being the antagonizer, the the gritty guy who gets hard rebounds and blocks and steals and his defense, and he's also hitting some threes. So it's not like Kevin Durant did it all by himself. Sure, he was the missing puzzle piece that put him over the top. Um, argue it all you want, any which way. He's still a champion, and but he still did it as a team, not by himself. Um, <clears throat> I have a lot of respect for Kevin Durant. I mean, I'm, I'm also a lover, not a fighter or a hater. I like, I give people the benefit of the doubt. He moves the golden state. Good on him. That's like me being like, Hey, I can uh, take this job at this other place that has better opportunities for me to reach my goals. And in Kevin Durant's situation, getting a championship, why wouldn't I do that? It's not illegal. It's, it just happened to work out. <laughs> And Perry says it's a team effort. I totally agree. Um, Venusian says it's like a Shakespeare play. I agree. Everybody dies. No, just kidding. That's something else. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. that th- This NBA Finals, I think all year long we kind of knew it was going to be the Cavs and Warriors. And I was hoping for another Game 7 just as a fan. Um, but congratulations to the Golden State Warriors on winning their second championship in three years. Um, they have a good good future ahead of them. Um, I feel like that team can stick together for another five years, three to five years, um, especially because almost everybody on the team is under 30 years old. Like Kevin Durant's only 28. I think the oldest guy on the team is maybe David West, and he's been in the league like 15 years. And uh, there's another guy in there. I can't remember who it is, but he's also a little older. So it's just it's kind of cool to see a team so young and see what they can do, and then we'll see what happens over the next few years, and see who's the one, uh, which puzzle piece is the first to leave for a better paycheck. Um, one cool fact on that note is that uh, Steph Curry was 
the he's the was the ninth highest paid player in the NBA Finals this year, which is nuts. Last year he was the unanimous MVP. <laughs> so um, crazy stuff. Uh, can't wait for some Ducks football. Yeah, football. <laughs> I actually have a pretty cool football story. I'll jump right into that right now. Um, and this will be my only thing for the NFL segment, to be honest. But my buddy AJ, my coworker and friend, uh, he has his own blog called Dapper Sports. I've shouted them out several times. I'm sure you guys have uh, clicked through their site a couple times. DapperSports.com uh, and Dapper underscore sports on Twitter slash Dapper Sports 1 on Facebook. Um, but this guy, he came across this story today of this guy named I think I don't know how you say it, if it's Rashawn or Rayshawn, uh, but it's Rashawn Sly. Um, yeah, that'd be so. Venusian, he's he's over in Oregon. That'd be cool if they had a pro team in Oregon. They don't. The Ducks are pretty dang good though. Uh, so this guy named Rashawn Sly, he played for Temple University as a college wide receiver, um, NCAA football status <laughs> just shouting out words here at this point um and this guy he's like you know what i just want a chance to be to play for the philadelphia eagles and you know just try to get a workout for them see if he can prove some people wrong and maybe get a spot on the practice squad or um or you know make the 53 man roster uh, sort of like a cinderella story so this guy decides to camp outside the facility um where the the eagles practice and he had a sign that says Rashawn Sly just wants an opportunity to play for the Eagles. And he had his Twitter account, Instagram, Twitter or Instagram handle up on his, this big cardboard sign he had wrote on. Um, <clears throat> and it's kind of interesting because there's another story similar to that back in the eighties. This guy did the same thing and he said the same type of thing. He's like, I just want an opportunity. Well, that guy who did that, <laughs> he actually met the guy outside that facility he's like hey man i appreciate what you're doing and and when the guy when rashawn met him he was just in awe he's like oh my gosh i cannot believe this and i guess he he bought him lunch and gave him some encouraging words um some advice and little do you know that rashawn sly he just today he got um called up for a a tryout for the philadelphia soul they're a Indoor football league. What is it? Let me let me see here. Uh, Rashawn Sly. So this team that he's trying out for apparently is undefeated. It is the Philadelphia Soul. Let's see. Oh, I should have. Like I said, I'm not prepared. Don't judge me. Control F. Let's see. A one-day tryout contract, six six foot two wide out. We'll practice alongside the team Thursday at Wells Fargo Center. So that's tomorrow. It's a, it's arena football. That's what it is. Um, but they're eight and zero this season, undefeated. Have not lost in fifteen straight contests. So it's pretty cool. This guy just being dedicated to uh, trying to get an opportunity um, just through recognition, and he got a chance here. It's not for the Eagles, but um, by playing for the Soul, he can generate some traction and maybe get some some more play tape put under his name and then he can take that as uh as a something to help him get up onto the Philadelphia Eagles stand. So 
you know, it, it's a really cool story, but my, my friend AJ came across it and he's like, this thing is not being covered all that much. And so he just, he tweeted out at Rashawn Sly on Twitter. He's just like, um, actually let me go find it. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so he tweets at him. He's like, would you be down to do an interview with us? Send us a DM and we'll, we'll get it figured out. And he said within like two minutes, Rashawn had, had replied to him and he's like, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do it up. And <laughs> Venusian on Facebook can't be prepared when you're doing it on the fly. Well, I'm usually prepared. I have a script in front of me that I kind of use as bullet points, but I'll tell you why I don't have that prepared today. Okay. It's important. And you can't knock me for it. It's true. <laughs> but uh, he tweeted at him and he got back to him and he's like, let's do this thing. So uh, AJ actually asked if I wanted to get a few questions in there. And uh, I said, well, sure. I mean, I can use that for an article as well. So we put together, I think, 10 questions total. I had like three in there. Um, pretty solid little interview. And I don't know if he has replied to it yet, but um, I'm hoping that you guys can look forward to an article where we interview this guy because um, I think it says a lot that he's willing to sit outside this facility for a week straight um, and, you know, generate some traction. Nonetheless, I think he deserves a tryout because it's like he's obviously confident enough in his abilities. He played college football. Well, okay, okay, okay. He didn't actually play. That's the thing. He didn't play any snaps for uh, the Temple Temple University Owls. He, so he, he thinks he should have an opportunity and just that confidence is enough to get you in the door. Um, he's just marketing himself really well. I mean, the guy only has like, like today when I checked out his Twitter, he had like 240 followers. That's more than my blog, almost more than my blog Twitter account has. Okay. Um, but he has 311 followers now. So like he's clearly getting some traction. Um, I don't, I'm looking on his Twitter now. I'm not seeing the Dapper sports article yet, but once that article goes out, I'm going to take the questions that I had asked and I'm going to talk about it. Um, I think he's, he's a, he sends a good message. Uh, you know, there's one way you can do it is prove yourself through your work. And another way you can do it is like put yourself in a situation where you can get recognized. And he did that. So I hope the best for the guy. He seems like a decent dude. I mean, he's replying to tweets and, um, sitting out there to, uh, asking for a spot. So I don't know. It's, it's a really cool story. So I'm hoping I can have an article for you guys. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. So that's that's pretty much that story. I mean, that's the only thing I have going for football right now. I'm I'm still kind of building some traction after the NBA Finals. Going to be getting a lot more into the NFL content. Uh, but just to do a little bit on MLB, I have to say, guys, the Milky Way McDingerberries have finally made it out of the depths of, of last place by blasting some dingers lately. Uh, we actually have been piling up some RBIs and some some uh, some runs scored, and our batting average is on the rise. And man, we have jumped up to sixth place. Last I checked, I was in I was in sixth place. I, sh- you know, knock on wood. Um, what was that noise? That scares me that that noise happened. I don't know what it was. What was that sound? <laughs> I just heard a brrrr. That kind of worries me. Like I'm wondering if my recording stopped and I just can't tell. I hope not. Um, so I'm still at, oh, dang it. I dropped a seventh guys. Why do you make me talk about this stuff? It makes me look bad. 
Uh, no, I'm I'm still within reach of eight, of sixth place again. There, there's a lot of people close together down at the bottom. Um, I think between sixth and fifth place is like six points, and that's kind of hard to get in a roto category scoring format. Um, but man, this podcast is going way faster. I'm <laughs> just realizing this, uh, but that's okay. Um, I may be keeping it a little short, mostly because I'm not as prepared. Uh, we'll just kind of go with the flow. I'm not worried about it. Um, but yeah, I'm not in last place anymore. I'm in seventh. I could be going back down there right now. Um, currently my on the day batting average of 317, stole one base, uh, 10 RBIs. That's pretty good. Two home runs and 10 runs scored. So I can't complain there. And I have one guy who came into relief pitch and just didn't do it. Didn't succeed there. Um, Oh, Venusian says, indoors a good foot to show what he's made of. <laughs> Interesting wording. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, once you get in there, that's your chance. You got you to gotta prove some people that you are meant to be there. So on to the MLB. Really, I, I don't have a lot of news on the MLB. I'm seriously just going to go to their site. And I know this is terrible. I'm just freestyling this, guys. I'm winging it. Uh, but Aaron Judge has been blasting home runs. He had a record-length home run um, that was like 497 feet, um, which you know doesn't compare to his one that he hit in uh, in in uh, batting practice, went like 510 feet. The dude's insane. He's a monster. He should be playing football. <laughs> uh, Perry says, "You are a basketball guy. You should only play basketball and football fantasy." I yeah, as far as fantasy goes, yeah, I agree. I mean, basketball is hard, too, because it's a longer season. NFL is easy because it's like you have a week to prepare, get your lineup just right, slide people into your slots, and oh, crunch the numbers and talk to your friends about it. But baseball, it's like, oh, crap, there's a game today. Oh, I have stuff to do. <laughs> it's like Sundays are meant for football. Um, but Perry, here's a, he's a big Rangers fan. He's been to several games down there in Texas. So, um <clears throat> But one, another cool story I haven't really talked about much is that one guy who – I just say that one guy. I don't even know names. This is so bad. Um, let me let me do some Googling. Let's see. Ten other guys. Four home runs. La, la, la. Perry's going to be like, I know who you're talking about. Scooter Gennett. Gennett? Gennett? I don't know. He smashed four home runs. This is back on June 7th, so about a week ago. And, and 10 RBIs. According to Fox News, oh, gross, why am I on Fox News? Uh, Anyways, (laughs) he had a two-run home run off St. Louis Cardinals relief pitcher John Gant in the fourth inning of a baseball game, Um, and then he had another one that was um, apparently a lot of runs as well. So (laughs) he also went four for four that night. So pretty cool. I mean, you don't see guys put up numbers like that in baseball that often. Like, I wonder if anybody had him for that game in my league because – he seems like a no name. I've never heard of him, but I don't know baseball. Don't don't knock on me, man. This podcast is just gonna turn into a basketball thing. I can tell. I I can just see where it go, where it's going. It's just <laughs> basketball only. Um, maybe I'll get other people to do the other sports for me. Hey Perry, you want to do a baseball podcast? You want to run a baseball podcast once a week? <laughs> Perry says before he hit 
those home runs, he had three on the season. Holy cow. So he's just on fire. That's awesome, man. You don't see that very often. Probably, like, never. That's the first time ever, I'm guessing. Um, let's see here. I think that's pretty much about it for all the main content, guys. Like, my outline is super blank right now, so I'm just going to kind of go for it. Go for it. I'm going to go to the website real fast. Go to abstractsports.com. Um, I did get a, a – I put that article out. You can go check that out. It's the first one you'll see on the top left when you go to the site. Um, also, just so you know, I'm, I'm uh, kind of working on – I mean, I already have a media category that I added to the blog for media, uh, podcast, vlog categories from the YouTube. Um, and, uh, I'll be archiving videos and stuff on those pages in due time. Um, I think one of my other projects I'm working on in my free time is going to be building my personal brand. I feel like I've dipped my foot enough into the sports media world that I can start saying that that's what I like to do on my personal branding. And so I'm going to be putting together some videos on my personal channel, which I'll be promoting on here and um, it'll just be a, a big self-promotion fest. It'll be a good time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go check out the website, go to abstractsports.com. Um, I plan on making some changes to it. I mean, I'm always making changes, but, um, you just want to keep on going back there and click through some articles, ones you haven't read before. Um, if you're interested in writing for us, if you feel like you can write about some baseball or some football or some basketball, um, oh, B-Rad just joined. Uh, Perry says I could move to Texas and work for the 105.3 The Fan. I don't know. Perry says, hell yeah, he'll do a baseball podcast, though. I like that. I mean, you got to be dedicated, though, and I, I know you got little ones. It, make, it makes it harder. Um, so that's pretty much all the content today. Today's going to be a short podcast. Um, Brad, I'm sorry, but you kind of missed – a lot of the stuff, and by a lot of the stuff, not a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna jump into the weekly question because I don't have enough stuff to keep BSing for you guys right now. So last week's question was to uh, what was say you don't even know how to do it. Don't even know you do it. You don't know. Okay, I could I could show you the way, man. Seriously, to do a podcast, all you got to do, record your voice on your phone. I'm guessing you have like a recording app. Just, uh, seriously, just, you just, what I do is I put together an outline of like just all the stories that are happening and I make bullet points of the things I want to mention. But then most of the time I just kind of freestyle off of what I've tabbed up there. Um, just have a good chunk of stories. Usually a good podcast goes for 30 minutes to an hour. Um, and then once you have your audio all done, you can just email it to me. I can put it up on the, on the show and I can add you as a contributor to, um, to our website. And I'll just call you a podcast showman. I don't know what, what your title would be. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you are down, definitely let me know. Um, <clears throat> cause it's really easy. I mean, it doesn't have to be a live on Facebook thing. It can be like a and you're, you're laying in bed and you can't sleep and you're like, I want to talk about some baseball. And so you just start talking about some baseball and then you put it up on the internet. 
And I figure that that's pretty much how I started this. I'm like, you know, I, I talk about sports so much with the friends and people around me and I feel like I annoy the hell out of them. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go on the internet and talk about sports and maybe somebody will like what I have to say. I mean, I think I have a unique perspective on sports. Um, and so I just put it out there and you just never know. But I mean, if you like baseball, you like talking about baseball, you know, the ins and outs, why not share the, share some, some knowledge, but definitely let me know if you are interested. So last week's question, I asked you guys to uh, think about the importance of support in sports. And I know that sounds weird. Like all these other intangibles questions, they sound a little bit like, (laughs) I'll say hippy dippy. That's sort of insensitive. I don't know if that's insensitive, but that's not the word I want to use for it. Um, They're kind of abstract, if you will. That's weird. It's like they're the reason our blog is called Abstract Sports. But support in sports. I haven't got any answers from anybody, but I'm going to just give you guys my thoughts on it. So this is one of the more like, well, how do I say this? Like hard to define things in sports, I feel like. Because you have like sportsmanship, but that's not really support. That like sportsmanship is respecting the other team and whatnot, which you know, spoiler alert, that's going to be the question for next week. Um, support is like being there for your teammates or, um, you know, one, one phrase that comes into my mind is like, uh, filling, a filling a supporting role as a sixth man or, you know, a backup pitcher or a relief pitcher. You're a support role that comes in to, um, relieve stress from the starters or, um, or like if a teammate's having a bad day, you're just there to give him a pat on the back and be like, hey, man, you got this. Like just verbal encouragement um, and also playing for your teammates. So that's sort of my my idea of support in sports. And I think it's important because it, it also happens everywhere in real life. And I actually put a thing up on the Facebook page. I'll go grab that right now uh, that goes right in line with this question. And it, it has to do with some of the interviews that I saw on uh uh, about you know the Golden State Warriors winning the championship, and the things that they say in these interviews are perfectly in line with what the blog is all about, um, and they just kind of flow out of them like like it's normal in sports for them to talk about these things. But I just feel like they get glazed over, and so that's why I'm doing this question series on the intangibles of sports. Um, so if I can get down my page here a little bit, so they interviewed Kevin Durant. Um, after he had gone into the locker room and celebrated the victory with his teammates, spraying champagne everywhere, he's got goggles around his neck and he's, he comes out with his, his, uh, finals MVP trophy. Um, and some of the things he said in there were along the lines of, um, to have teammates that encourage you, that lift you up. That's what we all need in life. It's like, he just took what's happening to him on the basketball court and in the locker room, um, and talked about how you need that in life because those relationships that you're building in sports um, and just the socialization and experience you're getting from being around other people with the same goal in mind is huge. Like you take that with you into life. Like you want those people around you who are supportive and encouraging of your projects and your, um, your, your beliefs and, and your opinions. I don't know, like people that just, 
are happy for you. They're genuinely excited for you and want you to succeed. Succeed. That's just awesome support. You know, support of my friends and family. That's like one of the most common phrases. But you can say the same with the support of my coaching staff and my teammates. It, it sort of goes hand in hand. I mean, you always hear players talking about how teammates are basically family. They they get to know each other so well over the course of a season that they consider themselves brothers. Um, they know each other's families like they're related. You know, it's kind of different. Um, but then he Kevin Durant kept talking and kept saying some things. and And then he also said this. He says, the belief that I can do whatever I want in life, not just basketball. Like that's just a little soundbite of something that he was talking about. Um, and a lot of the questions he was getting from the media were, were surrounded around the, all the hate that he's been getting from people all year long about leaving uh, o- Oklahoma city to go to golden state. And he's just like, you know, when I came here, I didn't know these guys. I didn't know how they played on the court. I didn't know if they'd like me. I didn't know any of this stuff. I just know that I came here to try and win cha- win a championship. And so another thing he went on to say was, um, he's like, when I came here, my whole idea was to come in here and try to find a way to make Steph Curry better. Try to find a way to make Clay and, and Draymond Green better. And in doing so, I can help them win a championship. And so that right there tells you that he's a very supportive teammate. He's trying to come in and help them out. It's not like he's just going there to win a championship. You got to work together. Um, and that's, that's more along the lines of teamwork when you get down to it, as far as like working on the court, um, running the plays and being disciplined. Oh my gosh, there's another intangible. Um, but it's just really cool to see the finals MVP, brand new first time champion saying these things about the intangibles in sports and how they're so important. Like, you know, if you didn't have that encouragement and support from your teammates or your family, you probably wouldn't get very far because a lot of people take that as just negative and they're like, you know what, there's no point. The people that care about me don't care, so why should I care? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely of the belief of who gives a crap if they don't like what you're doing, go ahead and do it. And I have a lot of family in the chat. You guys have never been discouraging, just know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just really cool to see big time players make comments that are just in line with a lot of the things we try to talk about on the blog. Um, or try, like I said, try, uh, being a one man gig. It's tough, man. It's a grind, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, and so, yeah, support in sports, you need it. You need it in life. Surround yourself with people who care about the shit you do and you will do just fine. Or people don't care what you do. Just don't pay attention to those people. They don't need your 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 attention. Um, so going into the question for next week, we're going to keep going with the, the intangible theme for questions. And let me just go look at the website real quick and make sure what I'm going to say next is accurate. So I think I mentioned this before, but the intangibles on the blog, they kind of go in pairs. So if you were to go to abstractsports.com slash the dash intangibles. Um, there's a little graphic down at the bottom of that page that sort of illustrates how these come in pairs. And the way that you see that is in the color pairing. So like discipline and attitude, they're sort of like opposites of, of each other, but they're both positive things. Um, and they're like reds. And then you have effort development as oranges and yellows and support is a, like a dark green. 
and then you have sportsmanship, which is a light green. So this is the sort of the other other side of the card, if you will. So support is like being there for your teammates, encouraging them, um, filling that supporting role to help the team achieve the the overarching goal. Uh, but then there's sportsmanship, where it's like, you know, you know what sportsmanship is, but I want to hear what you have to say about sportsmanship. How have you um, talk about how sportsmanship uh, about sportsmanship and why it's important to have in sports, but not only in sports, but also in life. Um, I mean, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but I think uh, there's a lot of other things that are attached to it that um, we carry with us every single day. Um, you know, I, I wanted to start diving into it now, but I'm going to hold off uh, because it's meant for next week, guys. Just, you have to wait, you have to come back next week and see what I have to say. Oh my gosh, it's exciting. <laughs> um, but that's all I've got for the main content of this podcast. I managed to draw it out to 36 minutes. Um, the live, live show is a little bit longer cause I kind of, uh, I, uh, what's the word? I sort of dawdle when I'm trying to get things going here. Um, but one thing that I'm still sort of thinking about is I like, I like the idea of using Twitch. So Twitch is like a live broadcasting platform, uh, similar to Facebook live, but, uh, Twitch is more like, like a lot of gamers use it and a lot of uh, talk show people use it. Um, but I, I like the idea, idea of using Twitch for this podcast because it I'm able to track loyalty of people who show up and, and comment the most and who watch the most um, and just generally are present and listening to what I have to say. And I, I would love to reward the people who are there the most. So, and plus, yeah, you can, it's all, you can have moderators. So, once if we start to generate a giant crowd of people, I can have mods who come through and ban people and <laughs> it could get kind of wild, but um, I hope it never gets to that point. But I do have the, another cool thing about it is um, the loyalty shows up in, in what I'm, I'm going to call tickets. So the more time you spend in there, the more comments you make, uh, the more things you do um, while you're in the chat for the live Twitch stream the more tickets you get and those tickets can be used in raffles. So it'll be really cool. It's basically going to be like, I want to, I want to put a hundred tickets in on this t-shirt giveaway. So I just deduct a hundred tickets from your account and put you in the drawing with a hundred tickets. So I'm still thinking about the idea. I'm sort of developing some graphics around Twitch. Um, it does exist. If you go to twitch.tv slash abstract sports, it is there. Um, I, I don't plan on doing any video game, coverage from that twitch account i think from now on if i ever play video games and decide to um uh, live stream it on twitch i'll probably just host it from abstract sports um <clears throat> but it'll be a really cool way of of us to like dip into the esports category a little bit more uh, but also a little bit more of a modernized moderated um but heavily customizable live stream which is what i'm super stoked about like when somebody follows, you can have a notification that pops up on the screen and it's like, thanks for following so-and-so. And then you're like, they get tickets because they just followed me. So it could be really cool. I just got to do it right. Uh, and then I got to figure out whether I want to do it on both platforms like Facebook and Twitch. Cause I know Twitch can, there's a lot of bad people on the internet and they tend to come through and, and troll. And so I have to turn on all my all my sensitivity chat things like you can't say the F word because you know, I want to keep it clean for everybody. 
I tend to, I mean, I said the S word earlier. I said that the D word, I say a lot more than that in my personal life, but for the blog, I want to try to keep it a little more clean. Uh, that's just a side fact, but whatever. Um, so anyways, before I, I, I close out on this podcast, um, I guess we have Venusian here saying that uh, Twitch sounds pretty epic. Got to finish your computer computer first, though. Oh, yeah, there's there's a lot. Like, when you broadcast the Twitch from your computer, you got to have a good internet connection. There's a lot of moving parts. Like, yeah, you have to have, like, a high upload rate on your internet. So otherwise, it's going to be all grainy and gross. Um, but the cool thing is, like, they have built-in green screen technology for the broadcasting software. So I could have these cool graphics like you see on SportsCenter going behind me and like have a slideshow going. So it's like when I change topics, I can flip it. Um, see, it's, it's just a lot more I can do than on Facebook. That's why I'm excited about it. But the story I was going to tell you before I got started today and then I totally forgot. Um, so here's my cat story for the day. All right. I get home from work. It's a little after five o'clock. And we have this new cat. His name is George. He uh, is a little bit annoying sometimes. Uh, he's always hungry. I mean, most pets are, but he's like very demanding of food. And he's like, if, if I were to try and eat in front of him, he will try to take it out of my hands. And I, even if I push him away, he will not stay out of my lap. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. <laughs> and well, I get home today and in our kitchen, we have a cupboard, like a really tall cupboard. That's like three, four shelves high. Like I can't even reach the top shelf. I'm not a tall guy anyways, but I can't reach the top shelf. Um, all the way down, there's like a, like a foot and a half gap to the countertop. And then we have a a dish strainer on the counter right there. Full of dishes, you know, all kinds of stuff there. Well, while I was at work, he managed to climb up there, standing on the dish strainer somehow, I'm guessing he opened the cabinet jumped up in there to the second shelf. We have like a bunch of vegetable oil and like olive oil, um, granola bars, hot sauce, like a whole, a whole bunch of weird things, you know, dry goods. And also a bottle of Motrin. Well, the Motrin, it's just, that's just where we happen to put it. Cause we always need it. Um, we could put it up at a higher place. We just don't cause it's hard to get up there. Um, well, he managed to climb up there he knocked down like two bottles of vegetable oil. They were they were on the ground, but nothing was spilled. Luckily, that would have been brutal. Um, but he did get into a bag of almond flour, which my wife uses to make macaroons. And that was that. I mean, honestly, I haven't even had a chance to clean it yet. It's still on the floor. I know that sounds bad, but just wait. So, but not only did he get into that almond flour, he also somehow managed to get into the Motrin bottle. Like, I do not know how, like there were scratch marks on the bottle. Like he was trying to open it, but it popped open for him. And there, I don't think it has a child safety lock. It just twists off. So he got into the bottle of Motrin and it's freaking everywhere. It's on the floor. It's in the dish strainer. It's in the, in the sink. It's in the pile of almond flour all over the floor. Um, and there were just like little nibbles out of a bunch of them. And immediately I'm just like, I got to call my wife. This is bad. So I called her, talked to her. She was devastated. She's like, oh my gosh, he needs to go to the vet. And so I, at first I was kind of like, oh, he should be okay. I mean, he seems fine. But then I sat next to him and I tried getting his attention and he was just like not having, he's like, just kind of drowsy. It's like, 
He didn't, he wouldn't respond, man. So I had to take him to the vet, like the emergency vet. It's not like, you know, I can just go in there and my bill's going to be really small. No, it, it's the emergency vet. So it's after hours that it's quick procedure stuff. And it just costs a lot of money. It sucks. Well, anyways, I take him in and sort of explain the situation. And I did find some vomit like he threw up. And I don't know if it was all all Motrin, but it seemed like there was some white chunks in there like it was Motrin. And so I just told the doctor everything I knew. I told the vet everything I knew. And I guess they have to go through this long, crazy process of trying to flush his system, like preventative things. Um, but luckily, like it is very toxic for cats if they consume a lot of it. Um, but most of that damage doesn't happen for 24 to 36 hours or 48 hours, but it can be fatal for cats. And so that's why I took him in immediately. Just thinking like, okay, this is gotta be safe. Don't want to be sorry. Don't want to like let my cat die here on my couch. That would be so bad. I would be devastated. My wife would be devastated. Um, so I took him to the vet and they're keeping him there overnight. They're going to do like uh, what they call an active charcoal flush or something like that, where they, they put this charcoal into a system and it grabs onto any organic substance in his body. So things like whatever's in a Motrin <laughs> in Motrin and it'll spit it out. And so this process is meant to flush the body of all the toxins. And so tomorrow morning I get to wake up bright and early, uh, have to get to the emergency vet at seven o'clock before they close. Cause they're only open overnight. Um, and take him to my family vet, uh, across town and then right after that go to work so it's been a whirlwind of a day um so there's i mean i could have been preparing for the podcast during work today or not during work like on my breaks and stuff but um it's nice weather i wanted to go out and walk around so i didn't do that so that's why this podcast is a little bit shorter uh the content wasn't fluffy there wasn't a lot there uh next week or i'll I'll, you know eventually i'll come back stronger uh that's the whole idea is like It's a big learning process. I'm going to keep doing this thing and eventually it'll just be what I want it to be. And it's still in the developing stages. And so I'm, I'm still sorry for not being all that prepared. Uh, but it's for a good reason, uh, animal emergency. So, uh, with that, I just want to let you guys know where, wherever you're watching this, if you're on Facebook or if you're hearing this on SoundCloud or, or wherever you hear this, uh, you can find this podcast on iTunes as well. If that's your thing. Uh, other third-party outlets like Stitcher. SoundCloud is where I initially upload and then it goes to all those other outlets. Um, but I also put it up on YouTube just because I I know a lot of people that subscribe to YouTube podcasts as well. So I put it up on there. Um, go ahead and hit the thumbs up, subscribe, uh, follow us anywhere if you haven't already, and share it with your friends. If, you, if there's a little segment that you like, share it from the YouTube video and start the video at that point so the pay, you can get the cool snippets to people. Um, I'm, I just want to try and share cool things with people. If you think it's nice, I, if you share it, that's awesome. Like, I don't know how else to put it. Um, share it. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> I just, I like to yell at people when I, I feel like I'm being a schmooze. Um, but, um, if you have any suggestions on how to make the podcast better, please let me know. If you want to get involved, please let me know. Like I was telling Perry earlier, he seems to be fairly interested in, in, being a, a contributor to a baseball podcast for abstract sports. I think that'd be legit because he actually knows baseball. Unlike me. Um, and then I can just cut that out of my segment and he can put it into his own thing. 
and he can have his own project and he can reap the benefits from that, whatever that are, whatever those are. So definitely let, let me know if you're interested, but also be sure to hit the like button here on Facebook, hit the follow button. Um, also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. When I go to live events, I Snapchat a lot. Um, and you get like a lot of live commentary of me talking about games. I did that for uh, game two, game one or game two of the NBA finals. Um, I feel like it was pretty interesting for people to watch. So um, abstract sports on all the outlets. If you search for abstract sports on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you'll find us. Um, but I, again, I want to say thank you to everybody. Thanks for all the love and thanks for coming through, participating in the chat. Uh, Venusian, it was nice talking to you. I'm saying Venusian because that's your name on Facebook, but your real name's Gary. I know you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I want to say thanks for all the love. It's nice to have somebody to talk to here um, and, uh, you know, talk about some sports, talk about things in life. So uh, that's all I've got for you guys today. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Kyle Richards, and you just listened to the Abstract Sports Podcast. I'll see you next time.